Some of you have heard the expression, London calling, well this is Bob calling, this is my life story. I hope it entertains you because I'm sure I was entertained one way or the other, either fantastic or God know, during my life. And uh, so here goes. Believe it or not, in the inner suburb of Melbourne, and we had a pony club. So we had one pony, and a bloke used to bring it round, Dougie McClure. Uh, he was always keen on horses, and um, and I always remember when he turned come to, to leap onto this horse. So he grabbed a bit of the mane and threw his leg over and kept going right over the other side, bang, on the ground. That's <laughs> uh, not long ago I had dinner with him, and I, lunch with him, and I, and I chipped him about that. Yeah, tech school was good. We had a um, a guy by the name of Squizzy Chegwin who was our science teacher. I might have spoken about a bit about this bloke before, I think. Squizzy was called Squizzy because of the way his face was screwed up. Uh, Squizzy could see him through the frosted glass leaning there and there was a little hole on the bottom part of the door was solid timber and there's a little hole there and he used to poke a long, sharp needle through there and jab the kid leaning there. He thought, he thought it was great. Uh, we learnt absolutely nothing of Squizzy Chegwin. Um, years later, going to the Caulfield races, I was about 19 or 20 years of age, and I had to meet some at the, I think it was a Caulfield Racecourse Hotel or McNamara's, I just can't remember now. I went into the bar to, to meet whoever it was I was meeting there, and um, there was Squizzy. Uh, and um, he was um, the only person in the bar. He was sitting there having a beer, so I went up there and I said, You'd be Bill Chegwin, wouldn't you? And he said, yeah, that's me. I said, you wouldn't, would you remember me? I went to Prantec. He said, oh, I couldn't remember anyone. I went there. He said, he said I don't teach so anymore. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he said, the education department caught up with me and they got rid of me. I said, they caught up with you? He said, yeah, yeah, he said. I was actually a plumber and I got seconded into the education department during the Second World War and then somehow or other I found myself in science and I was supposed to go and do all the training for it and I never did one scrap. He said they suddenly after all those years they found out and he said and they, they kicked me out. I thought well no wonder it was absolutely ridiculous how, how bad it was. But we had teachers there, another one, they all had nicknames, Bocca Tom, Candles, Thompson, Basher Brooks, he was a math teacher. Herbie Malin was the um, was the principal. Um, we had another teacher, I can't think of his name. He used to come in to give us religious instruction, and he would come in and he'd say, "So, what would you like to talk about today, boys?" "Oh, we'll have a sex talk, thank you, sir." We always wanted a sex talk, so he would give us a sex talk, you know. And I can remember him one day talking about masturbation, and he said, "Do not masturbate." saps your energy save that energy for something else <laughs> oh my god yeah candles thompson he was a tall bloke obviously by his name and he drove a little tiny baby austin and uh, one day someone jammed a potato up the exhaust pipe and he couldn't start the car oh god some of you have heard the expression london calling well this is bob calling this is my life story I hope it entertains you because I'm sure I was entertained one way or the other, either fantastic or God know, during my life. And uh, so here goes. Well, um, my son Russell <coughs> joined the Boy Scouts and the Boy Scouts like to go camping and the Scoutmaster thought, what a great idea, we'll take them camping in the snow. 
So I looked around for some interested fathers to go and um, I put my hand up. I actually drove a bus to take a busload of kids up there. Everyone had to have all the right gear. We had to go to a proper, proper shop to, to rent all the right gear and that. And they were all two-man tents. And so here we are. We're in the snow with the tent up. Come bedtime and Russell and I crawl into the into our prospective bed bedding. We're as warm as toast. Anyway, as would have have with me during the middle of the night, I needed to go and have a leak. So I just got up, crawled to the end of the tent on my knees, and I presumed to urinate in the snow. Russell woke up and said, What are you doing, Dad? I said, I'm having a leak. He said, I think I might have one myself. So he got up beside me and he had one. So anyway, we got up in the morning and it was a beautiful sunny morning and we're in about six feet of snow and with two yellow holes in the front of the tent. Long comes the assistant scoutmaster, looks down at the two yellow holes and says, Did you two blokes have a leak here last night? Said, yeah, we just got up on our knees, opened up the front of the tent and had a leak. He said, Wish I'd thought of that. I got up in me jocks and run across the open country there till I got to the trees and had a leak. He said, And then, then run back to me tent. <laughs>